0: Crew, this is Mark hadmaker coming to you from the Comancheria. Today, let's talk combat stamina in your training, but we're going to do it 1930s style. We're going to be doing some long extracts from uh, Mark H. Berry's book, Physical Training Simplified. Uh, Mr. Berry was a noted physical trainer, uh, primarily in the areas of strength, but he also had much to say in the areas of stamina. The book is uh, was published in 1930. It lets us know that his heyday of work obviously went past the 1930s, but uh, all of his observations, he's doing lots of great athletes for to the teens and 20s as well. He's got a lot to say about uh, specificity and the right ways to get to it. And some things we might be doing to hamstring yourself. It kind of lets us know lots of the trends and fads and fallacies we run across today in 2022. Ain't nothing new, folks, and maybe it's all already been figured out. Now, to his uh, Mr. Barry's comments, it is customary for pugilists to box through twelve or fifteen rounds at a fairly lively pace. Several years ago, twenty-round bouts were common, and in previous to that time, the pugilist engaged in much longer bouts at uh, at different times. Of course, the longer the bout, the slower the action, but fifteen or twenty rounds must be about the limit of high-speed endurance among first-class athletes. It is generally recognized that the average healthy young fellow who is untrained would be incapable of keeping up boxing activity for more than two or three rounds. A matter of front- from a six to nine minutes exertion. Compared to this, the length of a professional bout seems great, but the elapsed time does not amount to so much work in actual minutes. A 10-round bout lasts 39 minutes, with nine minutes taken out for rest between rounds, in reality, 30 minutes of activity. A 12-round bout covers the total time of 47 minutes, with 11 minutes out for rest. A 15-round bout includes 45 minutes of actual activity and 14 minutes for rest, and a total of one hour, lacking nine minutes. A I'm lacking one minute. One hour of activity is included in a 20-round bout with 19 added minutes for rest. So I'm going to pause right there. Let us know. He's laying the groundwork and much of the meat of this is to, is to come. He's getting specificity out of the way. Back to Mr. Barry. So you see, in actual time, the boxer does not keep going as long as the distance runner. A 15-mile race would last slightly longer than a 20-round bout. A marathon race lasts nearly twice as long as a 20-round bout. Bicycle races and keep in mind, bicycle racing was Huge thing. We're not talking tour defense. We're talking like seven, eight-day bike rides, sometimes in indoor arenas. Back to Barry. Bicycle racers very commonly ride an hour or longer without rest, at times covering well over 70 miles in the hour when riding behind a pacing motor. It is true there are other factors besides endurance involved in boxing or a pugilistic contest, but at the same time, the boxers rest a minute out of every four minutes while the runner and the bike rider keeps going without a let-up. If a man finds... If a man runs fast, he is completely tired by the time he has covered an eighth of a mile. But by not running at his limit of speed, he can last a quarter of a mile. Thus, in the violent exertion entailed by running extremely fast, a man is limited to 20-some uh, seconds or approximately one-third of a minute, Refer to the 220-yard dash or the 200-meter dash, which seems to be about the high-speed running limit. A quarter-of-a-mile run is made in slightly over three-quarters of a minute by first-class athletes. About one minute would be the running limit at that uh, rate of speed. Now, we're starting to get to the meat where it probably involves most of us here with the boxing and the wrestling and such. Professional wrestlers are quite accustomed to bouts of from one to two hours duration, but it is necessary to rest quite a little during a bout of that duration or the contestants could not continue. It is uh, rather difficult to determine just what the limits of human endurance is when the extreme of fast action is uh, continued, but it is somewhere around 20 to 30 minutes. We must recognize different types of endurance. The marathon runner, bike racer, tennis player, soccer. Soccer player, oarsman, hockey player, boxer, wrestler, swimmer, all require the quality of endurance in a different sense. The man who is trained to excel at either cannot compete on even terms with a specialist in any of the other. Remember our mention of the common belief that running is the main requisite of the development of endurance. I'm going to pause right there because we have discussed this before uh, when we've uh, had a podcast. I can't remember that. There was a blog entry or some from our unleaded program talking about the original road work was not running. It was kind of looked down down upon even of course now we say it all the time we think this is a mainstay you have to have it back to mr berry And I repeat, remember our mention of the uh, common belief that running is the main requisite in the development of endurance. However, the marathon runner would be sadly lost in attempting to follow a first-class tennis player or a team of soccer players through a game. The running endurance of the marathoner would be of little use in rowing or swimming with uh, with good men trained for uh, their particular endeavor. Swimming endurance would be of little use in the running uh, track. The boxer, wrestler, swimmer, oarsman, and tennis player each must use his arms continuously as well as the legs. No one would expect Gene Tunney or Dempsey or any of the first-class pugilists to be able to jump around on the tennis court with Tilden, Lacoste, or any other racket-wielding stars. Neither would we expect them to swim with Young, Ross, or Verkoder, or any other good endurance swimmers. And the tennis player or a swimmer isn't expected to get in the ring or on the mat with one of the good cauliflower-eared gentlemen. The champions in all the above-mentioned sports possess endurance, almost in the utmost degree, but only in the sense that they have trained for their specialty. Unaccustomed movements will find them completely lost. Other qualities besides endurance have to be considered an athletic excellence. Some sports require speed and agility, the fast movements to keep up continuously as in tennis, soccer, and hockey. Rowing calls for continuous application of strength and a fair amount of quickness. In boxing and wrestling, the movements are alternately fast and slow. The element of... Sp- speed being spasmodic. In swimming and bike riding, the element of speed and distance races is applied in a steady drive. It is also possible for the strong man to display the quality of endurance and connection with feats of strength as when competing in a lifting contest or giving a public exhibition where he must step from one high-class feat of strength to another. You wouldn't let anyone tell you that the champion pugilist or wrestlers aren't enduring simply because they, aren't, they are untrained to enter a marathon race with a chance uh, of winning. You undoubtedly have more respect for the boxer and wrestler than you have for the long distance running champions. The sporting fan also thinks more of the first class ball players than of the marathon runners. Yet it is unlikely that many ball players would be capable of putting up even a fair exhibition on the endurance running track. Again, back to me talking here, crew. Specificity, it's already been figured out, it's already been hacked. Back to Mr. Berry. The average long-distance runner would be a poor physical specimen for the ring, mat, or a diamond among classy performers. So you see, the the world really doesn't regard endurance with the same degree of importance as some people are inclined to attach to it. That is, endurance in the running sense. Endurance in another way is a different matter. We all admire the man who has plenty of sand and won't give up easily. This is just what real endurance should mean in an athletic sense. Whether you're referring to running, tennis playing, uh, tennis playing, swimming, fighting, pitching a group after ending game or anything else in athletic sense the strong man who has just a high degree of endurance as any other class of athlete but of course in a different sense the marathon running or swimming endurance just as the same as the tennis player and boxer each has his special type of endurance in order to excel in his specialty an athlete must devote his time to that one thing and not to foolishly attempt to outplay another man at his pet game even the barbell exercising enthusiast displays a high degree of endurance in taking a thorough advanced workout The average athlete couldn't follow a fairly good barbell man through a workout of an hour. To begin with, he wouldn't have enough strength, and even if he lifted lighter weights, if lighter weights were used, he would be all tired out long before the hour was up. We have seen this very thing happen time and again. The purely physical improvement side of barbell training throws an entirely different light on the subject. If a young man has ambitions to make good in one of the popular lines of sport but lacks the physique and strength to stand the gaff, he is very wise to first develop himself and then to think of specializing on the game of his choice, spending a few months or even a year or two at barbell uh, bodybuilding exercises. And keep in mind, we're saying bodybuilding in this context. In the old days, it's not as we think of it now where it's steroid-ridden. We're talking about people just looking at developing over attributes, good physique, and strength. Back to Mr. Berry. Spending a few months, even a year or two at barbell bodybuilding exercises isn't devoting your life to weightlifting. It's just the same as taking time off from work for a year or so to improve your education. After acquiring a more rugged physique, the young man can train along uh, uh, recognized lines for the gaining of proficiency in the game he wishes to follow. A more rugged physique and greater strength to carry you through competition is worth more than just wind, as it is as generally known. It's far better for the aspiring athlete to properly develop himself, to improve his staying powers, than to go out on the road and run miles in the hope of getting better. Went pause right there. We'll come back to Mr. Barry here. So again, we're seeing we're putting the primacy here of uh, having some overall strength base. Again, don't don't think power lifters, don't think modern body lift, uh, bodybuilding have an overall strength base for all the sports that have been discussed. Whether that is the marathon running, it could be the mat, the ring, uh, the cage, uh, the, the baseball diamond. And then the stamina is uh, added on afterwards and primarily being built by the endeavor itself, not some outside sport that doesn't cross over. Back to Mr. Berry distance running ability doesn't mean a thing in the majority of sports and games, nor for that matter in the ordinary cares of life and the maintenance of health. Don't misunderstand us. We have seen the majority of great distance men, but we have long been an enthusiast and we've long been enthusiastic marathon fans. But when we realize the exaggerated importance attached to distance running ability, the physique developed by such runners is hardly the type to inspire and still a desire for physical improvement in the minds of our young men. Experts don't advise... uh, Road work to improve swimming ability, nor have we ever heard of a tennis players running miles to become better to be able to get around on the court. Boxers do a certain amount of road work to improve the staying power of their legs, but you could easily count up hundreds of promising young boxers who have been uh, burnt up hundreds of uh, who have burnt themselves up and left their fighting ability back on the road somewhere as the expression is sometimes made. The continuous leg action in boxing is somewhat identical to jogging along the road, but actual running ability is not required. Anyway, the greater amount of road work is done to reduce the boxer after a spell of taking life easy and growing a little soft. Ball players do a fair amount of jogging to reduce and condition themselves for the spring training camps, but during the active playing session, nothing like this is needed to keep in condition. The boxer who trains consistently and fights regularly, always keeping in condition, needs very, very little road work. If you choose to train with barbells and practice weightlifting, and you aren't satisfied with your distance running ability, you can go out in the park and jog through the streets if you wish. However, outside of the improvements of running, it is doubtful that you will notice any gain in endurance uh, so far as other physical activities are concerned. Again, I will pause right there, showing the primacy of saying we want strength. We want to use your sport to be your conditioner and um, keep make sure the keep in mind the opportunity cost. If we think well, you know, running is just is part of parts of what we do. If we think about how much time we put into the running, if we don't really love running and don't think we need it, we'd rather be boxing or wrestling or on the mat and you're working your jiu-jitsu game. Then you might be able just to devote that time to the the strength work, and then go ahead and hit whatever game or whatever endeavor you've got in mind, and you know, and skip training a sport that you may have no interest in competing in. Now, this is Mr. Barry closing this thing off. "Quote: I am positive it won't make you any more during enduring or capable of performing." tiring feats of strength. Personally, I've done a great deal of running and walking, especially during my teens, and while never any wonder, it, I was never any wonder at distance running, I've always been pretty fair at walking. One thing I've noticed about walking fairly fast through the city streets is that a rest of a day or two from walking around would give me extra reserve and make it possible to walk with greater ease. My legs were always more capable of both lifting and swimming when doing very little walking. As to running in connection with swimming and lifting practice, I have often experimented, and personally, my efficiency would be greatly lessened. Some athletes, uh, such athletes as tennis players and swimmers will sometimes note a lack of pep if running is attempted as a means of conditioning, unquote. No, I will refer again, I'll put into the, uh, the, the the program notes here, the link to the original road work. We're hearing uh, much ado is made about not running, but using walking and or the sport only to uh, keep you, your wind up. Now, it doesn't mean walking is what's going to provide for you. You're saying your sport and your strength work is where you're going to get the primary work in. Adding on the running or some other red line threshold activity will likely eat into your strength games and also eat into your recovery times. Again, so much of what we now take as new science was figured out forever ago. Again, Mr. Berry's writing in 1930 from observations that were already well known at that time. So, again, you don't have to follow along with our unloaded program. Obviously, I'd love to see you do that, which is all based on old school tactics and uh, 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 methods for getting where we want to be uh, without a drug or, or ibuprofen, uh, a tablet in sight. But at the same time, we want to make sure that no matter what we're doing, don't let yourself hamstring yourself by pulling activities from different sports that you just may not need. So as Mr. Barry says, we don't make better endurance swimmers by, you know, getting them out there and running miles of road work. We may not even have to do the same thing for your ring and mad work. You may have to, you can skip the jump rope. You can skip the running. Uh, but again, you got to make sure you're replacing it with wise practices. Well, with that said, crew, I hope you enjoyed that long sojourn into Mr. Berry's uh, train of thought. Mighty wise stuff. Take care of yourself. Ta-ta.